What I found is that through my 20 years of, of business experience, I've always found that every single time I've given someone a raise, especially my most important team member, the value that I've gotten back is more than double the increase of the wage that I give them. Welcome to the Simple Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Tule, the founder of my studio, which is the leading membership management and billing software for your business. I'm also the founder of Encourage Martial Arts. So we operate five locations in Northern Virginia, averaging a million dollars in sales per location annually. If you're joining our podcast for the first time, the ultimate goal of this podcast is to give you strategies and techniques that we've used to help you run million dollar businesses yourself. So in this particular podcast here, we're going to focus on staff compensation. Really important, really important question because people are the most important part of our business. Actually, the right people are the most important part in our business. The, the wrong one can actually kill your business. So before we start, I want you to think about three questions here, okay? Question number one, how much are you paying your most important staff members and how does that compare to your competitors? Really important, okay? Number two, if that staff member, the most important one, comes to you and asks you for a raise, how do you know if that raise is justified? And if it is justified, how much of a raise do you give them? If it's not, what type of conversations are you having with them? And lastly, if we run into a global emergency again, right, such as COVID, who are the staff members that you will keep and who you won't? The reason why I ask these questions is it really breaks down not only an amount that we're paying our staff member, right? It actually brings holistically everything in our business as well as performance of our business into staff compensation, which surrounds typically one or two most important people in your business and in mine, all right? So let's dive deep into it. Question number one, how much are you paying that most important person and how does it compare to your competitor? It's important that we know what our competitors are doing all the time and two, what does the hiring landscape look like in your area, okay? This is important because like it or not, our team members are comparing and talking to their peers, just like you and me. We talk to fellow entrepreneurs, other business owners, get tips and tricks from them of what to do. Our staff members are doing the same thing. What's your compensation like? What's the benefits you have over there? How many hours are you working? And what I want to do and what you should do as well is ensure that the compensation that we are giving to our team member, the most important team member, is somewhat equal to, if not better than our competitor. And this ensures that if that team member does explore, they will continue to see where they are at is indeed the best place for them to be. We don't wanna give them any reason to think what life would be like somewhere else. I want them to stay right in my studio, right in your studio, because they're getting the best benefits and they're getting paid at the top of the market, okay? The second point is, as you're doing your research, we want to ensure that we're paying our most important team member their worth. In the past, in the past, I've found uh, in cases, because across our five locations, I found that sometimes when I go towards my payroll review at the end of the year, I'm realizing that one of my key staff members is underpaid compared to their peers. Uh, I'm not talking about total compensation here because bonuses are different depending on performance of each location. I'm just talking about base pay, right? I'm talking about the salary. Um, if they're asking a team member, like, what's your base pay? And the team members say X, and they're like, wait a minute, how come I'm getting paid less? I have a problem. So right when I see that in the past, 
two things come over me. The first is the fear of me losing that team member because I've been underpaying them for a whole year. And second is, man, since I've been underpaying them, my payroll is now going to go higher. So then my net's going to become less, right? This is natural, right? I'm just protecting number one here. We all have this natural inclination to do that. And what I found is that through my 20 years of, of business experience, I've always found that every single time I've given someone a raise, especially my most important team member, the value that I've gotten back is more than double the increase of the wage that I give them, okay? Because first off, the team member that is getting that increase because I'm underpaying them is typically someone who just goes to work, do their job, and go home. These aren't the outspoken team members who are like, hey, I need you, I, I want to set up an appointment with you because I think I should be paying more. These people don't do that. They just come to work, do their thing, and then they will never ask. That's why they fly under the radar. So since they're not expecting it, giving them that raise makes them feel really grateful, okay? And second, I see an immediate productivity boost in my business, right? Imagine your most important person comes, you know, really gung-ho, really motivated into work, and they're just getting productivity for the whole team is off the roof. When that happens, of course, we know business revenue is going to increase, all right? So I really encourage you to take a deep dive into finding the answers to this question because it will give you clarity on where you stand with your most important team member in regards to proper compensation. Question number two that we just touched base on is if that team member does indeed talk to you and come to you and ask you for a raise, how do you know if it's justified? And if they are, how much of a raise? So let's say they come and ask me for a raise. Um, I look at what they're being paid and it's comparable to their peers. Uh, I've also done market research and I see that they're also paid at the top of the market as well, okay? So I know a tough conversation is gonna come. I recommend for us to approach it this way because I've done it kind of more, brush things off in the past. Like, hey, look, I don't think it's justified. We're paying you at the top of the market. Go ahead and check Indeed, check wherever you want. Uh, but we're paying you at the top. And two, the performance of the school doesn't justify it, right? And I've had quick conversation like that, and, and generally it does not go well. That team member feels like they're not valued. They feel like they're not being heard. Uh, and uh, they just, the only answer they got is no, so I can't make more money with this person, with two. Hey, I want to take a quick break to let you know about the incredible resource that we're providing for this episode. Within the comments section, we're going to provide a link. And within that link, we're going to give you the five things you should look for when you are trying to hire or promote that main person that's gonna be your go-to manager, operation lead, whatever you wanna call them, that's gonna take your business to the next level. And what are the five key things that we look for when we're looking for that person? Let's return back to the podcast. In episode two of our podcast, we dove really deep into the KPI or the key performance indicators uh, of your business. Uh, if you have not had a chance to listen to that, I really recommend you to do so because this section will make a little bit more sense to you. One of the, the, the KPIs that we went over is people effectiveness. And the ratio that I recommend is that for every single dollar that we pay out in total payroll, we should at least, at least get two and a half dollars back in gross revenue, all right? And ideally, we want to have it three. So every dollar I pay out in, in payroll, total payroll, I expect to get three dollars in total revenue back. This is how I know my school and my staff is running on all cylinders, okay? So let's say you get this question from your staff and you go do your homework and you realize that, you know, for the past 12 months, uh, my people effectiveness is less than two. So whatever you're paying out on payroll, you're not getting $2 back in gross revenue. Furthermore, you see that you are actually paying them 
a salary that is almost at the top of the market, if not at the top of the market. So the conversation that you want should go something like this. I, I recommend turning that conversation into a goal setting conversation. So right away, that team member knows that you are coming up with a plan to help them to make more money. And a way to come up with that is maybe set a revenue goal for the upcoming quarter, the next three months, or the next coming year, the next 12 months that you have in place. And if they achieve that goal, they can get a bonus. So what does that look like? All right. So let's say uh, right now your revenue goal uh, that you are targeting for is $400,000. You're not making that $400,000 right now. Dividing that by 2.5, right? 400,000 divided by 2.5 gives me 160,000 in total payroll that I can pay out to my team. And let's just say right now today, your payroll for the next 12 months or my payroll for the next 12 months clocks in at $130,000, okay? So if we make our revenue goal of 400,000, I can pay out 160,000. 160,000 minus 130, which is current payroll, gives me $30,000 in total bonus that I can give to my team. So right there, you can see, great, if you hit the $400,000, you're gonna get a $30,000 bonus, right? I usually don't give all of that bonus, to the main team member, I kind of break that up into other supporting staff as well, with that main team member getting a large chunk of that bonus. Like for example, $20,000 will go to them and then 10,000 goes to the rest of the team. So that would be like a yearly goal. But if you want to really shorten that up, you can also do a quarterly goal as well. Same apply, okay? Uh, total payroll across three months instead of 12 months, do your revenue goal for that quarter and then have your team member shoot for that. So when you are going through this, if you do find that your revenue to payroll ratio is higher than 2.5 and that team member is asking you for a raise, uh, then you can actually give him one immediately or her one immediately. And in addition to that, also do the goal setting skill as well. Because when you do that goal setting meeting with them, you're actually setting them up and yourself, by the way, for really good success because then both of you will make more money if that goal is hit, right? It's a win-win situation. Lastly, question number three, if we happen to run into a global emergency such as COVID, who are the staff members you will keep and who you can't? This is an interesting question and one I really love because I always try to, to adhere to two rules in business uh, in, and in life, actually. That first, first rule that I try to always live by is don't make the big critical mistakes that will kill you. And what I mean by this is I don't try to hit home runs every single time when I'm at bat. What I try to do is not get killed by the 100 mile per hour ball that's coming my way. Because if I don't get killed by that ball, if it doesn't hit me, I get another chance to come up at bat, all right? And number two, I always look at the positive things, right? I kind of hope for the best from people and from life as well. And I also have a plan for the worst case scenario. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't think any one of us saw what happened in 2020 coming uh, or how the world would react during the pandemic and after the pandemic, for a matter of fact. We didn't even know when that was going to end. Uh, and no one can tell us if it's going to happen again or not. What I can and you can and we can be sure of is that if we live long enough, something will happen. Uh, that will be a major disruption to our business and to our lives. So with regards to our staff, I need to know and I like to know at any given time who I should keep and who I can't keep if I lose 50% of my revenues. We all know this is a realistic scenario because in August of 2020, 
All right. This is the worst of the COVID pandemic for businesses. And we can see that businesses are dropping at least 40 to 60% during that time in revenue. And I'm sitting there in August and maybe you are as well and thinking, what the heck? What are we going to do? We just lost almost half of our revenue. What am I going to do with my staff? And I didn't have that clarity at that point. I had some clarity of my main person, but then who's the second, who's the third and so forth. By the way, I, I want to point this out. Getting this clarity also shows me and also allows me who I should be paying the most attention to. Because the most important people that I'm going to keep at the worst point of my business during a crisis are the people that I should be coaching the most and spending the most time with, right? These are the people that are literally keeping the lights on in our business. I think sometimes I spend too much time on the people who are underperforming and I neglect those who are actually performing really well. And I think that's a big mistake, right? Think about it. If you have X amount of hours in a day, who would you rather coach? The people who are doing really well should they deserve your attention or the people who really suck, right? Logically, of course, the people who are doing really well should get my attention, but somehow, some way, we tend to focus on these people over here instead, right? So this exercise helps me uh, to affirm and focus on the people that are doing really well. So how do I do this? Uh, I recommend just taking a line and drawing across a whiteboard or a piece of paper. And starting from the left, write down the name of the most important person on your team. And then the next space over to the right of that, write down the second most important person. And then keep going down the line until you hit your last name, which is the least important person in your business. Okay? I'm not here to try to demean and take away the value of people. I am simply putting them on a scale, a very black and white scale, that if I lose 50% of my revenue, who can I keep and who I can't? And maybe during this exercise, you may come to find that you have another question. Hey, do I need to wait until my business lose 50% of revenue to get rid of the people who are most underperforming in my business? Or should I start trimming the fat now? If the answer to that question is, if I cut loose these two or three people that are like really underperforming or the least important people in my business, what is the business impact? And if you're saying not much like I did, then it gives me an opportunity to have that hard conversation with them. But then more excitingly, I can take that total payroll from this dead weight down here and actually infuse it right on top over here, okay? And anytime I've had that conversation in the past where I say, let's say Samantha's over here and I just let go of one person who doesn't really matter in my business but just sucking up payroll resources, I will come to Samantha and I will say, hey, Samantha, I, I have a, a proposal for you. Do you think you can also take on this role, which was whatever that person was doing over here? Uh, and if you can, I would love to give you this extra revenue uh, on your base, right? So for example, let's say I'm saving $10,000 over here. I come to Samantha to ask Samantha to take over that job of that person who was doing that before. She's probably going to do it better. And I, I give her 75% of the $10,000, which is $7,500 boost, right, on her salary. I make another $2,500 right there, right? It's a win-win. I have never had a Samantha say no to me, right? They're typically really excited and they're grateful that we're giving them that opportunity. So this is an important exercise for us to do because it really gives us clarity once again. Clarity in the time where we should spend our time and clarity in where can I trim payroll so that I can continue to be profitable in my business, okay? So in closing, I just want to remind you of the three questions that you should think about. One, how much are you paying your most important team member? And how does that compare to your competitor? 
and the, the market. If your most important team member asks you for a raise, make sure you do your homework, get the ratio. And if they're not due for a raise, give them a goal to shoot for so that you both make more money instead of a simple no. And question number three, always know who's the most important and who's the least important on the line. So that way, when you do have an emergency, you know who you can keep and who you shouldn't keep. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, I'm going to ask you for two things. First off, check out mystudio.io. 100% will change your business uh, because our software rocks and we build this to run our, our business ourselves. So if you're in a business like ours, it's going to work really well for you. Two, if you are already using my studio, please give us a referral. Shout out to one of your friends. Ask them to check us out. I appreciate you on that. And lastly, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, or on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.